friends, welcome to the Intuitive Mother Podcast, the podcast created to help you awaken, heal, and connect to your truth and your desires as you journey home to you in the midst of motherhood. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teen daughters, intuitive life coach, and Reiki healer, creator of The Awoken Woman, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as if we are on my sofa, side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth on all things motherhood and womanhood to guide your journey home with a friendly and healing vibe. Our time is now. Let's go. Welcome back to the Intuitive Mother Podcast. This week is going to be an off-the-cuff episode, which, you know what, if you've been listening, you're probably catching on that most of my episodes are off-the-cuff. I don't always say that they are, but I tend to speak these words as they come to me, as I become inspired by something in my life, in my daughter's lives, in our lives together. So what you hear from week to week is usually coming off the cuff. There are times when I have guests on or I plan ahead for a special date release or whatnot, but typically you're just catching me off the cuff and I want it to feel like we are sitting in my living room enjoying a cup of tea or coffee or a glass of wine and sharing the highs and lows and everything in between on motherhood, womanhood, raising daughters, especially teen daughters, and all of this stuff that comes up in what I feel is the midlife transitional period of parenting. We are typically out of diapers and babies and onto what I'm finding to be much bigger and concerning problems that keep us up at night, not because, well, I guess they could be, but not always because they're crying down the hallway and we need to run to them, but because we're crying in bed worrying about them and their mental health and their friendships and the decisions that they're making and their school and all of it. And that is why I speak off the cuff. I just come to you heart to heart. That's how I want to connect. Um, that is how I run everything in my life. When my friends come to me, I'm off the cuff. I am just Angie sitting here having a chat with you on my sofa, in the car, over our favorite beverage. And I want these podcasts to feel just like that for you so that you know you're really not alone. I am not polished. I don't come with some master's or doctorate degree in psychology. I do feel like I come with a master's degree in motherhood. And I know that my oldest is only 17, but I feel like I have been mothering my entire life. It's part of who I am. If I were to write down a role that I play really well and that I've taken on, motherhood is the role. I am a mother, but I am, I feel like that has played out in a lot of my lifetime. So that would be my master's degree. And I just want to be heart to heart with you talking about all of the things, motherhood and womanhood. So 
this episode, it came to me as I walked into my office today and I was thinking, what am I going to chat about? And what has been coming up a lot between my youngest and I recently is where we go to for our answers. And as I'm thinking about that, I look up at my board and about four years ago, I worked with a coach and she is a very, very dear soul to me. Um, I know that God, the universe, um, whoever brought her to me to help me heal, to help me come home to myself, to start this journey with me. And um, what we had noticed over the course of our time together was I tend to jump from decision to decision and not really sit with anything. And this, for me, was showing up in paths that I would take for a career path. Um, and I, was, I would stay in one area, but then I would diddle-daddle around in direct sales. And I had some fabu fabulous years at it, but then I would also just jump from company to company after those fabulous years had ended due to a company closing. And I often would fill in the void of not knowing what to do with another um, opportunity, another avenue to go. And she said to me all those years ago that when I don't know what to do, to do nothing and to just sit with it and try not to jump out of it before I've learned what's there to learn from it. And I share this with you because it's what's been coming up for my daughter and I. So our youngest is at a new school in our area. It's for the arts. She is um, extremely talented in music. She has been wanting to move to Nashville for years already. And she chose one major at this school, the major of voice. She's been taking voice lessons for years. But she's also talented in the guitar and also has some background in piano and ukulele and is truly, at her heart, an aspiring singer-songwriter. So she started the school year as a vocal major, and it has been about, I don't know if we're in week six, seven, or eight, but many, many weeks of not feeling like she's found her place and um, feeling like a heaviness and not knowing what to do about it. And she would say, you know, I, I know it's too soon to jump. I know it's too soon to change schools. I don't even know if I want to change school. I don't really know what to do. And she often would then say to me, I just want you to make a decision for me. Or I want to know what dad and you think and what I should do. Like she wanted us to fill in the answer so that she wouldn't have to make it. And a lot of times I think we get swept up in that in parenting where, you know, our child comes to us and we know from experience maybe what the best um, choice might be. And if you could see me right now, I am putting best in quotes. So let's quote that because I've also shared with her how 
all we can really do is make the best choice for the place and time that we're in right now, for this present day. There is no um, handbook in life. So we have no idea. We don't know the map of our life and where we start and finish and the paths that we take. So there's no way of knowing if that best choice is the best choice for five years from now, or the choice that we are going to be extremely happy on, or if it's a choice of lessons. But we know that what we can do is make the best choice in that moment. But she was looking for us to make that choice for her, for really to add in what we were thinking and to guide her. And I think that's what we often get caught up in with motherhood. And, you know, we don't want to see them in pain and we don't want to see them hurting. So we often jump in and add in our thoughts and our advice and direction as to what they should do. I believe advice and guidance is so important in a teenager's life, in all of childhood, but especially as a teenager. I saw a quote recently that was about um, somebody had said, and I think it's on a Facebook group actually, like grown and flown parents. But um, I had seen this quote that was like, you know, when your kids are little, you something about like walking in front of them, walking behind them. And then in the teenage college years, you're like walking shoulder to shoulder. So you're always going to be there. And I think we're always needed for guidance and support. But too often we jump in with um, words of decision, of choice, and lead them to get further and further away from their own heart, from their own ability to make decisions and further and further away from the comfort of not knowing and listening within them. So our youngest is definitely not someone who meditates. I do. My oldest does. She's not someone who considers herself super spiritual, but instead, um, you know, believes in God and more so religion and church, where my oldest daughter and I tend to go the route of spirituality. And we um, connect with our divine source and God, and we lean on the universe, you know, having our back and all of that. But our youngest is a little more like how we would think society would raise our children and how we've been raised that like there is only one way you're either this religion or that religion you either make this choice or that choice and I feel like in those situations a lot of times we're pulled away from our own divine knowing and that that knowing truly only comes through sitting in the nothing sitting in the uncomfortable nothing When you're breaking inside, you're not really sure if you're on the right path. You want the answer. And hello, like, I want the answer too. I am a huge (laughs) follower of just give me the answer. What's the best choice? But after all of these years of coaching and healing and coming home to myself, what I have realized is there are no answers out there. The only answers are inside of me. 
they're not in what my husband thinks. They're not in what my children thinks, not in what my parents or my sister or my friends think. I can share with all of them what I'm faced with and what I need and what I'm looking for. And maybe they have some advice and sometimes it might be great and sometimes it might suck. And it always is true that what I tell myself when I get quiet enough, whether that's through journaling or sitting in silence or going on a run, this doesn't have to look like the typical meditation or silence that people think, but some people just enjoy running and that running like releases ideas and thoughts and the answers come to them as they're alone in that moment, doing something, but truly doing nothing. Um, for me, those answers tend to come in meditation, in cleaning, in the shower, <laughs> in um, journaling, sometimes on a run, not as often. I tend to get a little bit heady on a run and I'm thinking too much about other stuff. So anytime I can get out of my head and drop into my heart, drop into um, my gut and really lean into my intuitive knowing of which is the next best path for me. And this is so important. And I have been guiding my daughter for a while now through this turmoil time um, of did I make the right choice and go into vocal music or should I leave and do virtual school? Or should I um, talk to the music director at this school? And, you know, the list could go on and on and on as to what's the best for her. But um, she had to make that choice. And we as mothers are really in a position to guide them to make those choices for themselves. And of course, there's a certain age where we are much more involved in the guidance and the advice and the growth that happens um, as we help hold their hand and walk through these decisions. But I believe there comes a time when we don't even know what's right. We just know that we can be there and support them. And we just know that we're going to still hold their hand and that we can guide and give some thoughts, but we can't make the final decision. And um, this is what we've walked through. This is, you know, what we did. We, you know, one thing we did is we did have her make a pro and con list of all three options. We talked about like really tapping into what she was feeling inside in feeling into the energy that she felt in these classes. Is it, um, you know, dark and heavy or exciting? Where does she feel excitement? What is not happening for her that she misses? You know, one of the things for her being a very creative person is she has not been able to write a song or like really get into just sitting at her piano and doing that since the start of the school year because it was sucking her dry. And acknowledging that all of that is important to her and at 
the base of all of this is that her mental health is the most important. So she had to essentially come to that choice where my mental health is the most important, but I'm also not willing to make a jump right away. I want to see if there are some alternatives and, um, you know, made her list, started to get some ideas of what might be better options for her. And as a side note, I will say she and I and my husband spoke with the school and because she had auditioned previously into two programs and was accepted into both of them, she was able to make a seamless transition over to being a guitar major and Thankfully, today was her very first day as I am recording this, but had a fabulous, exciting, happy time in the guitar major classes. So that is a bright spot in our day, but it still pulls back to she knows. She knows what will make her feel happy. She knows what will be exciting, what will bring her her creativity back. She and her heart know I don't always know. She has to walk through this life. I'm there as her guide, as her mother, as her sense of foundation and support. But it's so important, especially in these teen years, that we teach them to do nothing and not jump when they're uncertain. And if something is not clear cut in their mind, um, and their heart and their body that they can feel it. It's a clear yes or a no, then they need to do nothing and sit in it. Many, many, many weeks ago, I had on my friend Emma Jensen and she's a human design expert. And I know, um, I can't really go through all of it because I don't remember and it's not my area of expertise, but I know that like your body knows, like, especially my daughter is a manifesting generator. I'm a generator. Like our, um, gut response, our sacral response leads everything. And we know, like we know inside and we have spent so many years as a society training and raising and guiding our kids so that the teachers know what's best, the schools know what's best, their boyfriend knows what's best, their friends, their grandparents, their parents, that everybody else knows what's best for them and not them. And how did that work out for us? Because what I'm here to acknowledge is that didn't work out so well for me. For 42 years, well, probably 38 years, <laughs> I listened to everything going on outside of me and what other people said. And this has been a very difficult pattern to break. Very difficult. I still find myself in the trap, but I'm aware of it. And I know when I'm doing it and sometimes catch myself as soon as like the text or the question is coming out. If you were to ask my husband you know, five years ago, I would constantly be saying to him, what do you think I should do? What do you think I should do? It drove him crazy. Um, and it like made him stop talking. Like, I mean, we talked, but he didn't want to answer. He was like, I don't know what's best for you. And isn't that true? Like, we don't really know. But we have to teach our daughters to go back into their body to feel what the next right step is. The right, the best for that time and in that present moment. We need to get them out of their heads and into their body. 
that's where the answers to all of their decisions lie. With my oldest daughter, it was going into college campuses and seeing what campus, you know, felt right to her. And she immediately knew out of the three we looked at in Florida, by the end of seeing the three, she knew which were her top two, which was her top pick. And she knew that based on feeling what was in her body and also listening to what they have to offer and seeing if it's a good fit. But she knew, like I knew the minute I got on that college campus that it was her top pick. We hadn't even seen the other two and I already knew that would be it. Actually knew a year ago when we found it online and we watched like an informational video on it, I could tell then. But if it hadn't been for years of training her to pull out of her head and into her body and to do what was best for her and the next right direction for her, you know, I think sometimes we still have then these teens that are caught up in asking and leaning on their parents for the decision as to what college, or worse yet, they're swayed into what the next right step is, what the right college is, or the right city to live in, or the right job. And we're asking and asking and asking for this guidance for years when every piece of guidance we need is inside of us and God will give it to us. It will come. We know it. We just have to create the space to allow ourselves and allow our daughters to listen for it, to feel it. You can only do that when there's space with nothing, when there's something they can do that gets them to feel what's coming up, to feel what their body's saying, to feel their heart. And so I encourage you to start doing that, to start doing that for yourself and your daughter. Lean into your next right step for this present moment by doing nothing. When you're faced with, should I leave this job or go to, my, go to one that seems more exciting? Or do we move or not move? Don't make quick decisions. Don't you know, go to everybody else for the answers, go within. Do nothing. Don't jump. You'll learn something from sitting in it that will blow your mind how easy it is to connect within. Okay, I think that's it. I, as always, love this time together. I will be back next week with another episode. I am looking on bringing some guests in over the next couple of months. One thing I would love to do is have like a live coaching or like Q&A session with someone and bring that on as a podcast where we work through uh, some area of motherhood that is difficult for you right now and to lean into your intuition to navigate it. So if you are listening and this is something you're interested in and your daughter is between the ages of 12 and 17 is what I would like to focus on first for this first Q&A coaching session in real time and then put it out on the podcast 
I would love to hear from you. Besides that episode, I'm going to be working with some other guests to pop on to the episodes with me and share their area of expertise. And I have some other exciting um, programs and working on an event for you as well. So I will keep you posted. You have a great week and I cannot wait to be back here chatting with you again next week. Until then, bye-bye. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Intuitive Mother Podcast. I am so deeply grateful for each and every one of you that has listened in, whether it's your 50th episode or first episode, you taking the time to share this sacred space with me means the world to me and warms my heart. I would love to hear from each and every one of you about what interviews you loved and what you want to hear more of. Drop me a line at Angie at AngieShaper.com. On my website, you can also learn more about the programs that I'm offering and the coaching and healings that are also available for each one of you as you journey home to your sacred self. I am thankful for you spending your time with me and I cannot wait to share another episode with you next week. Have a great day. Thank you.